millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Well, you might say that Joe Biden is a dead man walking in terms of his presidency, that is, or maybe he's just America's first walking dead president. Almost 24 hours after Jim Jordan lays out an approximate impeachment timeline, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson announces the vote is scheduled. My only concern is, are they even going to be able to get it on the books? Because they've been slowly whittling away their own majority in the House. It's almost... Like these so-called Republicans in the Congress really don't want to do anything at all that has the people written all over it. Exposing Joe Biden, bringing his crimes to the masses, to the rest of America, I can think of no better use of their time because they're certainly not using it to fix problems and all of that. All they're doing is just jumping from vacation to vacation. So sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. 
My friends, gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. In the wars in Israel, in the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, JP Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector. I sincerely hope you're having a lovely day. I know that you guys uh, generally are here most days. You're, you're in the chat. You're watching. Maybe you're just at home and you're listening and you don't actually get to catch the videos. But I was surprised there there was a conversation going on in the in the comments of uh, baseless conspiracies last night. A couple of people questioning. I think if like I am still me or if I maybe I've been replaced, somebody actually said that I have been bought. I don't know why they thought that. It was during a conversation about that uh, incident that took place in Arlington. We're going to talk about that today. Um, but somebody said that they, that I looked like I had gained weight suddenly and I didn't look like myself. And I know I was just talking about how much I've aged because my beard is getting white. But I, I I don't know what to tell you. It's like those people, those idiots who were posting pictures of General Flynn over like a 15-year period and claiming that it was a different person. Like newsflash, as you get older, you do change just a little bit. Your, your, your skin gets wrinkly. It sags. You lose your hair. Sometimes you gain weight. 
Uh, but I can assure you, anybody out there who's wondering, this is still me. I'm still that guy who accidentally doxed himself on the Skype call with Charlie Pixley all those years ago. Uh, and the Zach Payne that has always been here with you on this channel and on my YouTube channel has always been the exact same person. Uh, the only thing that's different is that years have passed and I can't do anything about getting older. Uh, and if I got an eye lift or liposuction, you guys would know about it because I I wouldn't be able to do this show, or if I did, I think I would look pretty ridiculous. So the years come, the years go, and uh, they begin to show in your face. That's really all I can say at this point. All right, so uh, thank you very, very much for being here once again. I, th I told John, I said, you know, we're going to have to skip the reincarnation show next week and do a baseless conspiracies on whether or not Zach Payne is a clone. I'll tell you what, you know, I, I did have to change the angle of my camera just a little bit. This is just occurring to me. So, like, maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, there is a trick, and you, you see people doing it in selfies. It's where you hold the camera up like this so that, like, your your double chin isn't visible, uh, and it looks like your, your face is scared. In here. So my camera was just a little bit higher, but because I put in this, uh, the wood paneling behind me, it made it look weird. Like it was like, obviously there's this perspective shift and the lines were coming down. I just want them to be straight up and down. So I did adjust the camera because of that. And maybe not having the white paneling behind me has uh, made my face appear different. I don't know. I think it's kind of ridiculous at the end of the day, but uh, here we are. We, we've got more important ducks to cook or what well, I don't know what uh, maybe there's another way to say that we've got uh, more important chickens to fry I don't know something here we go though let let's talk about what's happening in the world just yesterday I was talking about uh, Mr. Doug Mackey the guy who was sentenced to like 7 months in prison for putting out a meme uh suggesting that Hillary Clinton voters could just vote by text I'm pretty certain that even if they did send a message to that text message number, they would get something back saying, guess what? You've been trolled. It's just a joke. But of course, comedy is dead in Joe Biden's America, where the modern left, the radical left of the communist Democrat Party have uh, a seemingly – taken over popular culture and uh, conversations that you might be having around the water cooler. The good news is all of that is changing. We, we're moving past it. I saw a post yesterday from uh, uh, Honey, who's that guy with the, the oh, gosh um, Mike something or other. I can't even remember his name. I'm sorry, but um, he's uh, he, he's he, he's kind of a controversial figure on the right, but I feel that like he's always kind of just been like a, a like a plant like somebody to like draw people's attention away anyways during the the pandemic he posted a meme or not a meme a picture of himself wearing a mask and he said you know just wear a mask uh and i just thought that it was so ridiculous and uh andre says screw the haters you look great zach by the way i'm joking i don't think you guys are haters <laughs> I'm not worried, you know, one way or the other. It's like I am who I am and I look the same to me because, I mean, I'm looking at myself in this camera and in the mirror every day. And the only thing that I notice different is that my beard is whiter, you know, and I was also thinking I'm, I'm out in the sun a lot more. So maybe there is some UV damage that's being done to my skin. I mean, I'm certainly tanner and I think that the lightening of my beard might have something to do with uh, being out in the sun. But you know what? I, I'm much happier down here in Florida. Like if if my mental well-being is uh, is the, the cost of my mental well-being is the sacrifice of a couple of years off of my face, I think that it's something like totally worthwhile and I'm just going to lean into it.
Cass, <laughs> uh, it's not it's not super important. I, I, I was just kind of joking around about it. But anyways, I was just talking about Doug Mackey uh, and, and the, the horrible, horrible treatment he received from the Department of Justice and and, and the uneven, uh, uneven handed a treatment that Doug Mackey received, especially when compared uh, against Democrat leftist comedians who did the exact same thing, suggesting that Trump voters could just send a text to vote. Well, looks like the appeals court agrees with me because they have just sided with Mr. Mackey uh, and they have dropped this seven month prison sentence. This is probably the best news that we could have gotten. And it goes to show that although district courts are potentially completely compromised, uh, we have hope that these higher level courts will actually mete out justice in a way that's even handed and even, dare I say, fair. So Douglas Mackey, who is also known as Ricky Vaughn on Twitter, a.k.a. X, you could have found him uh, with uh, a picture of Charlie Sheen from Major League. That's uh, that was his picture. He was sentenced back in October to seven months in prison because he trolled Hillary Clinton supporters during the 2016 election. A, a, a her- heretic act, if you if you ask uh, the modern day left. He was actually facing 10 years in prison for doing nothing more than using his First Amendment rights to free speech. Uh, it, what's the old saying? You know, like F them if they can't take a joke. Well, I, I suppose in this instance, they were saying F you if we don't like your joke. So Mackey was indicted back in January of 2021, virtually as soon as Biden rolled into Washington, D.C., and they claimed that he was spreading election misinformation, that uh, he was somehow disenfranchising voters. They uh, they essentially used the same sort of charges that you might expect if someone was like actively standing outside of a polling place and telling black people uh, that there was no election today. Just go home. Don't even worry about filling out a ballot. So he got found guilty back then for trolling Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election. Uh, He made that meme suggesting that Hillary Clinton voters could just text and boom, they would be able to vote. If you believed Doug Mackey, I think we have bigger problems here in the United States. And obviously, I, I think that that's the larger conversation. We do have much, much larger problems. This is the kind of stuff that the FBI and the DOJ would prefer to spend their time on. Here actually is that meme right here. Uh, and you can see, avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925. Vote Hillary and be a part of history. Now, I wonder how much the fact that he used this picture had something to do with it. Did they try to make an argument that because there was a black woman in this meme that somehow he was targeting black voters? I mean, it's just as easy to say that he was targeting women or that he was targeting Hillary Clinton supporters, of which there were many different types. And of course, here is that leftist activist comedian who did the exact same thing. Uh, Doug Mackey, we don't have a date on here, but he did post it back in 2016. Uh, And here, Christina Wong did the exact same thing on Election Day. And uh, thank God for the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. So they ruled that the district court uh, granting their motion for bond pending appeal. uh, It's a pretty big deal. 
uh, because it means that he has been shown to be vindicated from the very beginning. Uh, the appeals court decided that my appeal presented substantial and debatable issues of law that, if resolved in my favor, would result in my conviction being vacated. So the prosecution, on the other hand, argued that Doug's appeal was frivolous and that this was a typical election crime case like any other case in U.S. history. Uh, and they were very encouraging steps toward his vindication. So when he was speaking about the upcoming court case in the second court of appeals, he said, if we lose the appeal in the second court, we will swiftly file an appeal with the Supreme Court. I want to extend my gratitude and thanks to all the benefactors, supporters, and all the great attorneys who have worked on my case. It's not cheap, however. Obviously, Doug's had a lot of uh, money, financial outlay as a result of that. So he had a number of different places where people could donate, and it looks like they did donate because the lawsuit that was launched was a, a an attack on free speech here in America. And so thank God we know that there are still sane judges out there who are willing to interpret the law in the correct manner. Good job, Doug Mackey, and I'm so glad to see things are working out. I have another win for you in court in another appeals court. They've recently ruled that the feds must stop cutting the razor wire at the southern border. This is such good news. So this was not a full out win, but it was a temporary pause uh, that was allowing the Border Patrol agents to remove that barbed wire that Texas authorities had installed on the border. Isn't that interesting? The feds come in. And they essentially undo an act that was put into place by the leaders of the state itself. Uh, In the United States of America, I've always thought that the rights of the states themselves were, were paramount to the whims of the federal government. And Judge Alina Moses, who happens to be a George W. Bush appointee, uh, declined on Wednesday to issue an injunction blocking the federal government from removing the wire. And that was despite a criticism that she had for the administration's handling of the incidents taking place at the border. Uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton then filed a swift appeal. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals issued this administrative stay temporarily pausing the ruling as of yesterday. Uh, and of course, it's tech. Ken Paxton, he's the most based attorney general in the United States. Uh, He's the one suing the Biden administration for the practice of cutting this border uh, ever since uh, they began back in October. Uh, He said, I am pleased that the court recognized the extent of the federal government's blatant and disturbing efforts to subvert law and order at our state's border with Mexico. This is an important ruling supporting Texas's right to protect our citizens from Biden's doctrine of open borders at any time cost. So in her ruling from Wednesday, she wrote that the evidence amply demonstrates the utter failure of the Biden administration to deter, prevent, and halt unlawful entry into the United States. The law may be on the side of the defendants and compel a resolution in their favor today, but it does not excuse their culpable and duplicitous conduct. That is a fair summation of the behavior of this administration. The defendants cannot claim the statutory duties they are so obviously derelict in enforcing as excuses to puncture the plaintiff's attempts to shore up the defendants' failing systems. That is Joe Biden's DHS getting their ass 
handed to them. She continues, nor may they seek judicial blessing of practices that both directly contravene those same statutory obligations and require the destruction of the plaintiff's property. You know, there's an old saying that ignorance is no excuse when it comes to the law. Well, this is a lot more than ignorance on behalf of the Biden regime. Uh, this is about the willful dis abusing of this legal system. They have taken the laws that are on the books. They have willfully decided to stop enforcing some of them. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Um, and then also at the same time to flagrantly abuse incidents such as this, the barbed wire, the razor wire put in place by Texas to completely circumvent the laws as they exist. 
if the federal government refuses to actually implement the laws that are on their books and the states step in and pick up the slack, then I see no reason why other states can't do the same thing. I'm really hoping that with the recent efforts we've seen by Texas uh, to fill in the gaps of what the federal government is refusing to do. That I hope that's something that we see begin to happen in other states. And, and it makes a compelling argument for the dissolution of many different federal agencies. Uh, there are so many different agencies within the federal government that are meant to do a task, but are woefully uh, unprepared to do so and just and seemingly refuse uh, to actually perform the duties that they've been tasked with. Uh, and in that instance, it makes sense that the states themselves would go ahead and pick up that slack and do what the federal government refuses to do. Uh, by filling that gap, uh, by creating the actual solution for the needs that have now been created by the lack of action on behalf of the federal government, uh, it makes an excellent case for President Trump, once he returns, or 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 any federal administration in the future. I hope it's Trump. I I believe it will be Trump, but I'm just leaving it open because I hope somebody that might have uh, a, a decision to make in the future might be listening. I believe that it makes a compelling argument for the complete disillusion of these federal agencies, uh, get them off of the books. Uh, there's no need to be double dipping, to be paying them, especially when they're just not doing their job uh, at the most basic level. So get rid of them. Also wanted to tell you about a win on behalf of President Trump. Thanks once more to Judge Eileen Cannon. Now, of course, the attempts by the Jack Smith special counsel team to influence the cases against President Trump. It's all been based around the same sort of propagandizing and narrative crafting uh, that this administration and so many other uh, administrations throughout time and and these federal agencies in particular uh, have engaged in. So Jack Smith needs to control the information if he hopes to control public opinion. And he needs to control the information that's presented at trial if he and the DOJ are to convince a jury of President Trump's peers uh, that he actually committed crimes and and that the indictments that President Trump has received as a result of these fake so-called crimes uh, make any sense at all. Also, thank you very much to Porpoiseful uh, over on the Foxhole. Thank you very much for dropping that cookie. So, Judge Eileen Cannon, uh, in the same way that the judge... In the Biden border case that Texas brought, uh, where she handed the DHS their rear end, uh, she, Eileen Cannon, is doing the same thing here in President Trump's case. Uh, so he was hoping to keep some of the documents hidden in the classified documents case against Trump, because if those documents are hidden, then he can construe whatever they are, the contents they're in, in any way that he sees fit. And, of course, he's not going to tell anybody what's actually in the documents. He's just going to come forward and say sources and methods and national security. And because of that, we got to put President Trump in prison. But last month, Jack Smith and his team had asked Eileen Cannon to keep these documents under seal because they were considered highly sensitive and classified information. Well, 
Judge Cannon has denied his request to keep them hidden. In her ruling, she said, in light of the special counsel's response to defendant's motion to unseal 230 and mindful of the strong presumption in favor of public access to judicial documents, the clerk is directed to unseal docket entries 223, 224, and 230. So from Newsweek, it said that Eileen Cannon presiding over President Trump's classified documents case, has now ordered the unsealing of these documents that were filed by Jack Smith. Uh, Monday, Cannon ordered the unsealing of the documents, making them public, adding that she was mindful of the strong presumption in favor of public access. So what are these documents? Let's go ahead and see if they've actually linked to them. And no, she hasn't. And I don't have access to... Um, uh, to the, the docket system. I'm sorry. P- Pacer. I don't have access to Pacer right now. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do to go ahead and pull those up. I'm certainly interested to see what they are. Looks like Technofog might have a little bit of access, and he published this earlier today. Maybe this will show you why Jack Smith hoped to keep these documents under seal. So, This is the evidence that President Trump is going to be facing when he gets to his D.C. January 6th trial brought by Jack Smith. The evidence showing his guilt, and I say this in total sincerity with uh, a a lack of uh, sarcasm, this is exactly what he said. So Jack Smith plans to introduce 2012 tweets regarding rigged elections, President Trump's past statements, about how elections are rigged. Wow, you know, big deal. Uh, He also plans to introduce evidence about President Trump's support of those accused of January 6th crimes and his private discussions of perhaps pardoning those people. Now, a lot of people have made, um, uh, you know, much about the fact that the January 6th defendants have been denied fair trials. They've been denied uh, any sort of trial at all. I mean, we have a guarantee to a speedy trial and the right to uh, actually face our accusers. But that seems to have not happened to many of these men. Uh, And I tend to think that uh, one of the reasons behind that is because they didn't want to have these guys actually under trial or found guilty while President Trump was in office because, of course, then he would have been able to pardon them. People were also very upset that President Trump didn't offer pardons to these men before he left office. Um, But as my understanding goes, when it comes to pardoning people, I'm pretty sure that they have to have been found guilty, like they have to have gone through the trial process. So I don't know that it would have been possible for President Trump to pardon them before he left office because none of them actually saw a judge. None of them went into a courtroom. So if uh, if anybody has any information about that, I'd be happy to hear it. But that's always been my understanding. You you look at the people that uh, President Trump had pardoned, um, you know, General Flynn, I, I, you know, he was at the tail end. Basically, President Trump just said, you know, whatever, this is this has gone on long enough. Uh, uh, Roger Stone, you know, he actually was found guilty, even though I don't believe that he actually was guilty. Okay. Um, so yeah, just looking to see if anybody has any thoughts on that in the chat, but, um, I don't see it. Okay. So let's take a look, take a look at some of these. Oh yeah. Also, I'm sorry. I I skipped one. 
This is some of the most damning evidence of all, guys. And with that, there is a touch of sarcasm. President Trump playing the songs of those imprisoned January 6th defendants singing in a choir at his rallies. That, my friends, is the most damning piece of evidence at all to show you that President Trump is guilty of inciting a riot. You've got to be kidding me. For example... As early as November 2012, the defendant issued a public tweet making baseless claims that voting machines had switched votes from then-candidate Romney to then-candidate Obama. During the 2016 presidential campaign, the defendant claimed repeatedly with no basis that there was widespread voter fraud, including through his public statements and tweets. For instance, October 17th, 2016, tweeting, Of course there is large-scale fraud happening on and before Election Day. Why do Republican leaders deny what is going on? So naive. So, a couple of comments here. One of the arguments made against President Trump in favor of the idea that he is somehow guilty is that he didn't truly believe that the election had been stolen. That this was all some ruse being put on in multiple jurisdictions for President Trump uh, to incite riots and, and, and drum up the anger among his supporters by telling them that he believed the election was stolen from him. But then privately saying that he knew he had lost. So I'm looking at this and this to me appears to be a pattern of behavior on behalf of President Trump where he exhibits the idea that election fraud is real and that often elections are stolen, votes are flipped. And I would also suggest that during the same period where President Trump is saying likely votes were switched from Romney to Obama, and believe me, I don't know, we would have been much better off with Romney in office. Democrats were blowing the whistle on this thing as well. We've got a history of politicians on both the right and the left suggesting that electronic voting machines are very easy to rig, that votes can be flipped. And even more than that, independent analysis of every single electronic voting machine system, whether it's the software or the hardware It's been shown to be insecure. And even more than that, although these machines and the software has been claimed secure by the powers that be, mostly in the wake of the 2020 election, they have been shown to be outside of compliance when it comes to the very rules and regulations set forth to ensure that they are secure. If the software has not been certified, if the actual election hardware has not been certified, if they're using a certification based on a past iteration of it, well, then by the very definition of the election certification process, they are not secure. And I remind you once more, yesterday we spoke about the rigging that was taking place in the Philippines on what? Smartmatic machines. Smartmatic is in use here in the United States. Are we to believe that in a small election in the island nation of the Philippines, that if it's if it's worthwhile enough for them to rig those elections, that they wouldn't end up trying to rig the election of a much larger and much richer nation like that wouldn't benefit somebody?
Yeah, probably not. Probably not. What else does Jack Smith have here? The government plans to introduce evidence at trial showing that in the years since the January 6th attack on the Capitol, the defendant has the defendant has openly and proudly supported individuals who criminally participated in obstructing the congressional certification that day, including by suggesting that he will pardon them if reelected. Well, I will say that uh, most of the people – well, I don't know. I'm not going to say most. Many people – have been held under inhumane conditions, uh, all of them, as far as I'm aware, that have been held in these D.C. gulags and transferred around the country. All of them have been treated very, very horribly uh, in terrible, inhumane and abhorrent conditions, conditions as such that if an American service member, somebody had like fallen behind enemy lines and they were captured by an enemy army, if they were held in that condition, it would be grounds for a uh, uh, a war crimes tribunal. So President Trump supporting people who haven't been convicted and supporting people who have been railroaded through a complete and utter pony show through a show trial, that, that doesn't show that President Trump is guilty of anything. If anything, it shows that he's guilty of having empathy, empathy, something that the Democrats, that the current regime, that authoritarian regimes in general seem to be lacking. They lack empathy. They lack the ability to see the world through the eyes of another, to understand the ramifications of their actions on those other people. And, you know, even worse yet. Perhaps they understand the ramifications fully, but at the end of the day, they just don't care because the ends justify the means. What is the end? They want to control the nation. They want to stop President Trump and they want to stop any populist uprising from taking place here in America. They want to stop you from waking up and the ends that will need that the uh, the the means to get us to the end It includes authoritarian principles that we see currently on display here in the United States of America. And if President Trump wants to pardon anybody, so be it. All right. He's, he's going to be president of the United States again. They are so worried about what President Trump will do when he gets in power. And I'll tell you what, Joe Biden has set the stage while he has been in his short-lived tenure as the resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, he has continued to outspend, outreach his official capacity as the executive. He has continually pressed the boundaries of his power. Even now, he is using wartime powers that are reserved for when the United States is in a full-scale military conflict. He's using those sorts of powers to basically do whatever he wants, uh, to give special treatment to green energy projects, to siphon money from point A to point B. Technofog continues, the defendant has chosen has chosen to publicly and vocally support the January 6th choir. Oh, my God. People in prison. And President Trump is supporting them. President Trump is is suggesting that these men be treated like human beings. My God, for shame, for shame. Jack Smith, you are a a sad, 
sorry individual. You, you have absolutely no humanity in you. This is how I feel about him. <clears throat> Special Counsel Smith continues. This is evidence of Trump's motive on January 6th and his intent during the charged conspiracies. Playing choir music, playing gospel hymns sung by political prisoners, that is evidence of his thought process during conspiracy. That's an action that took place after the events of January 6th. And if you want to go back to January 6th, President Trump has plenty of contemporaneous uh, uh, you know, in-person statements, uh, plenty of tweets suggesting that he believed the election was actually stolen. Never once did he suggest that people engage in illegal activity. The only people who suggested that illegal activity should take place on January 6th are the feds who were in the crowd running the Antifa confidential human sources. But for Shame, President Trump, playing gospel hymns sung by political prisoners. Oh, my God. Perhaps most importantly, the defendant's embrace of January 6th rioters is evidence of his intent during the charged conspiracies. Completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And I will go back to a statement that I've made many times. You know, I know that President Trump is being he's being tried in Washington, D.C. And I don't believe and I don't think he believes that a Washington, D.C. jury is going to give him a fair shake. No matter what happens, none of these charges will stick. President Trump will return. President Trump will be vindicated. America will rise again. We will make America great again. These people are grasping at straws. This is the the last desperate acts of a dying man, a dying deep state. They know exactly what's in store for them when President Trump returns and they are scared to death, scared to death. And I got to say, I think that Argentina's deep state is pretty scared as well. Now, when Javier Millet was elected, I had high hopes for him. There were people who said, oh, he's a WEF puppet and you can't trust him. And, you know, I mean, none of us really know, do we? Yeah. Harris literally bailed out rioters. Well, but she hasn't been charged with a felony for conspiracy. Has has she? Night Wars, right? <clears throat> Well, give it time. Give it time. Once Kamala Harris gets charged with uh, her official acts that she performed while she was vice president, uh, she'll have plenty of time to talk about her state of mind when she was bailing out radical left rioters from the summer of love in 2020. Anyways, I digress. My point was with Javier Millier. That the proof will be in the pudding, so to speak. We have to see what he's going to do. You know, promises, campaign promises, you know, they're all fine and good. Politicians generally tend to make them, and I think a lot of politicians believe they are meant to be broken. That's one of the reasons that I love President Trump. That's why I was so ardent a supporter of him, and I continue to be. Because promises made, promises kept. Well, Javier Millet 
made promises to the people of Argentina that he was going to fix the broken economic and governmental system in his nation. And it appears, it appears that he is preparing to do so. He has a plan. He made that plan well known. And it looks like in his uh, first first days as president, he is knocking down the door of the deep state and he's telling them exactly what they're going to need to do. And I think they're going to need to start praying. So uh, Chainsaw Millier, as he's known, uh, although, you know, on the campaign trail, his rhetoric was uh, a little bit tougher in the same way I think President Trump's was. And then he came into office and he kind of had to make some friends. Um he has also uh, uh, swapped out a couple of different people on his team, but it looks like he is truly going to be enacting meaningful reforms, and he's going to be repealing a whole slew of legislation. Lots of red tape. This is this is just what President Trump did when he came into office. This is the very first act he's going to engage in when he is inaugurated on December 10th. So he plans to present this extraordinary session of Congress, a highly ambitious omnibus law project, which is going to set the tone for his government. So uh, the establishment of a traditional ministry law that establishes the organizational chart of every new administration is generally what happens on the first day uh, in Argentina's uh, presidential terms. Normally, they would come in. Uh, they would present the plan for who's going to be part of their government. Uh, they would establish this federal structure and then they would get to work. Well, as soon as he institutes his government, he's going to be handing over this what's being called a shock package. It includes deregulation of economic laws, the simplification of the tax system, uh, labor modifications and the privatization of state companies. So, coming from La Nación, uh, they have learned that high-ranking sources at La Libertad Avanza in recent days, the idea was added to the menu, this is obviously a translation, to include a political reform that contemplates, among other points, the suppression of the primaries law, in addition to modifications linked to party financing. Oh, he's going to be changing the way that money is given to political parties. That's a big one. This chapter is being written at this time. There is one week until inauguration. Looks like Javier Millier has been hard at work since he was elected. Uh, it is a living document, they continue, in which things constantly come and go. But without a doubt, what is proposed is not only to change the organizational chart, it is a new social contract. And he has 38 deputies and seven senators, so it's unclear how he will navigate the legislative branch. I'm not very clear on how the various uh, uh, houses of their legislature operate uh, what is required. I would imagine it's going to be something similar to what we've been talking about in Europe. Uh, Gears, Geert Wilders uh, in uh, in the Netherlands, they're, they're going to have to make some sort of a coalition of like-minded parties that actually represent different elements of the right and the left. Uh, and of course, Javier Millet is a libertarian. Uh, in the libertarian environment, they cling to the reading of the social mandate left by the runoff and argue they voted for Javier to do this. 
The libertarian leadership assures that all the reforms will be integrated into a single text that will be sent on day one. But others in the space began to warn behind closed doors that Millier should polish the legislative strategy and dose the reforms over time. So by going in there on the first day and demanding a list of everything that he promised he was going to do for the people. Uh, he truly is setting the stage. Uh, and he, he's also forcing the hand of this government that up until his election was uh, apparently falling apart. Uh, they are deeply in debt. Uh, we mentioned previously that he was going to ditch the Argentinian peso. He's going to tie it to the American dollar. A lot of people think that's a bad idea. But it's not a bad idea if the American dollar is soon going to be tied to the gold standard or to some other form of value. Clearly, the petrodollar is dead. The United States is not going to survive unless we drastically change our monetary system. Uh, doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. Doesn't mean it's going to happen even in 2024. Uh, I would expect something to actually take place uh, of great meaning uh, in 2025 when President Trump comes into office. Um, also, um, oh, thank you very much, Spray and Play. <laughs> spray and Pray. Yes, we're going to talk about that story in just a second. All right. So, uh, once again, the proof is in the pudding. I like what I'm seeing from Javier Millier. Hopefully, we continue to see more. We're going to keep an eye on it. Uh, but I, I'm also hoping that he's going to be setting the stage for the Latin American world uh, to align more closely with the conservative and libertarian ideals of this populist revolution that we see coming in to so many countries all around the world. A rejection of the deep state, a rejection of the new world order, and an embracement of nationalistic principles. One of the most fundamental things that I've always thought kind of formed my the basis of my political ideology as a very young man uh, was the, the fact that you cannot be responsible for others unless your own house is in order. Now, this was always clear to me as a child. I, I would ask myself, you know, how how are how can we be expected to take care of all of these other nations? Why are we giving out money to all these other countries if we can't even take care of the most basic and fundamental needs of our own citizens? And then when I became a father, uh, you know, it was very, very demonstrable in my own life. You know, I, I couldn't help other people because I had to make sure that my child was fed, that my child had a roof over her head, that I was fed so that I could take care of her. You know, it, it's a it's a microcosm in comparison to the national atmosphere of the United States. But uh, the idea is still the same. You know, you can extend charity to others or be responsible for others only after your primary needs are met. And the United States of America is no different uh, because they have abdicated their responsibility and they have completely allowed things to devolve to the point that they have. Uh, that's mostly why people are fed up with the way things are going and why we're not taking it anymore. Am I slurping Pimmington? I didn't even realize, but I'll tell you, it's difficult to talk for an hour and a half, two hours and not be forced to take drinks. 
because your your throat gets pretty dry. And, you know, maybe my throat is drier than other people. Tell you what, let me mute. Oops, I, I ended the mute button. Sorry about that. All right. So yesterday, it was announced that the Pentagon and the Air Force, and most importantly, the U.S. House of Representatives began blocking access from their their computer networks to the Gateway Pundit. Now, why is that important? Well, because the Gateway Pundit is on the bleeding edge of reporting from a conservative point of view. Uh, now, you may not agree with everything the Gateway Pundit has to say. You may not even like some of the people who work at the Gateway Pundit. But I've got friends who work at the Gateway Pundit, uh, and Nine times out of ten, the perspective of the articles coming from the Gateway Pundit perfectly aligns with the way that I am seeing situations. Well, I'm not going to say maybe seven out of ten because there's there's a couple of things I I just don't I don't agree with. I don't want to get anything specific, but. You need to be able to have access to a free flow of information. Again, in the same way that Jack Smith and the DOJ want to control the flow of information in the Trump trials. The Air Force, uh, the the, uh, Department of Defense, the U.S. House of Representatives, well, at the end of the day, they have deep state New World Order representatives that are controlling the free flow of information into there. Uh, And, of course, they would want to stop people from being able to get news from the Gateway Pundit because they want them to get their news from approved sources, from authoritative sources, This is just an extension of the censorship regime that has been rolled out in America for quite some time. So not only that, but the Gateway Pundit is is not only putting out good information, but they are one of the most popular conservative websites on the Internet today. I mean, they're pretty much the gold standard. Nobody's perfect, but they do a great job. So. Uh, just yesterday, they began to be blocked by these very important government agencies. Of course, these government agencies in the... When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. The purview of the Biden regime, uh, they don't want the people there to recognize what's going on, the crimes of the Biden family. They need that stuff to be kept quiet because who knows, maybe someday Joe Biden might find himself before a D.C. jury. So sources at Capitol Hill who had previously used the Gateway Pundit for their news and information began to report uh, that they could no longer access the website from the U.S. Capitol House computers. Wanted to notify you that I've been unable to access the Gateway Pundit on the House network for the past two weeks. So this has been going on for some time now. Uh, Washington, D.C. reporter Jordan Conradson contacted Representative Paul Gosar's communication director, Anthony Foddy, uh, who informed that the government issue computers used by Gosar staff displayed that error code that you see right here. Website blocked. Website is blocked according to House policy. Click here to report via remedy self-service ticket if you believe it's an error. So, 
Uh, he also said, according to that individual who had sent the original email, this also occurs on his government-issued laptop when connected to his home network. So it doesn't matter if you're actually at the house or at your house. As long as you're using a government-issued laptop, you're not going to be able to visit the Gateway Pundit. So Conradson was informed by an IT specialist who's associated with the house that a firewall is in place to filter out unauthorized sites as designated by the House Administration Office. And despite multiple attempts by numerous people to gain some sort of clarity, uh, maybe to get an official comment from that House Administrative Committee, the responses remained elusive. I'm interested to know who sits on that committee. Uh, it's not surprising. Of course, they don't want to talk to real journalists and they don't want true news getting through. And Matt Gates uh, also has now gotten on to the story. Uh, he's actually sent an official letter demanding answers to know why the Gateway Pundit is being blocked by all of these various computers. He needs answers by December 12th. So uh, it would it would be uh, apparent that the House committee is going to be forced to answer to exactly what's going on. So Matt Gates says... Congressional staff and members have been restricted from accessing the Gateway Pundit on the House computer network for weeks. Um, Gates sent the letter to the House Administration Committee Chairman Brian Stile while asking what policy was violated, what other outlets are censored, and when the issue will be resolved. Let me go ahead and just grab his name, Brian Stile. We'll go dig on him in a second. Uh, Let's see. So... Here is the letter itself. Uh, He wants to know the following. Did the Gateway Pundit violate House policy that resulted in their website being blocked from the network? And if so, which policy did they violate? Which other news organizations have been blocked in the House network? And how soon will the Gateway Pundit be restored? Let's see. Who is Brian Stile? Stile to chair Committee on House Administration. Ah, uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced that Brian Stile will serve as chairman of the committee. Uh, Stile said back when he was appointed in January of this year, I am honored to serve as a chairman of the committee of the House administration. My top priorities include ensuring the House is open, secure, and accountable to the American people and to strengthen Americans' trust in our elections. <laughs> so they block the number one site talking about election fraud in America. How ironic is that? He says, uh, I am grateful to Speaker McCarthy for this appointment. I look forward to working with all my colleagues to end the dysfunction in Washington. Well, uh, in my world, you would end that dysfunction by shining a light on it. And you do that with journalists who are actually doing real work. So here's his background. Uh, Federal election law. The committee's jurisdiction over federal elections requires it to consider proposals to amend federal election law and to monitor congressional elections across the United States. This man is already failing 
uh, this is one of the things that the Gateway Pundit shines a light on. Uh, so I think that we need to talk to the uh, current Speaker of the House and uh, and get this man off this committee. House operations. The committee manages the daily operations that keep the House of Op- Representatives running smoothly. Uh, the budget authorizes for expenses of House committee and for those expenses of members of Congress, which are set by the committee. Additionally, the committee is responsible for oversight of House officers, including administrative and technical functions of the House. And that right there is how they got the Gateway Pundit blocked. Uh, Also, legislative branch oversight. The committee oversees the management of the Library of Congress. Smithsonian, Chief Administration Officer, Clerk of the House, Sergeant at Arms, House Inspector General, United States Capitol Police, Government Publishing Office, Architect of the Capitol, and the Office of Congressional Accountability Services. So they have oversight over the Capitol Police, uh, which likely had lots of evidence that would have helped uh, to exonerate uh, people who have been accused of heinous things on January 6th. And then also Capitol Security. The committee is tasked with securing the Capitol complex for members, staff, and visitors. So if they're the ones responsible for securing the Capitol, who was the <clears throat> who was the, the committee chair uh, during the 2020 election on January 6th, 2021? <clears throat> because that would be a person that I think you'd want to ask about how the doors were open, how those magnetic locks were actually opened. Well, at least in the Senate, there's some good work taking place. Uh, Ted Cruz, the man, is on a mission. I know that Ted Cruz is one of those figures. He, he was uh, elected as a Tea Party Republican. He has largely disappointed, I think, but he does great under pressure in committees when he's questioning people like Christopher Ray or Merrick Garland, and he just had the opportunity to question Christopher Ray. This was the Senate Judiciary Committee was held earlier this morning, they were looking to discuss the potential renewal of FISA, which we have spoken about at length. Uh, and based upon the the questioning that uh, uh, that uh, we heard here uh, coming from Senator Cruz, it would appear that they are none too happy with the DOJ and the FBI and their use of FISA, as they should be. They should be extremely critical, and I believe that FISA needs to be completely done away with. It is an open door to abuse of the rights of many, 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 many Americans, all Americans at the end of the day, because it gives them the right to spy on you, uh, to track your movements, to monitor your communications, all without any open discussion in a court of law. So Christopher Ray and uh, Senator Cruz argued during this hearing uh, about this potential renewal. Uh, and, of course, uh, Christopher Ray says, well, we've got overseas threats. We uh, we need to keep those powers. And the FBI, at, at, uh, at, at their, their own insistence, they have com- continually abused these powers. They have used these powers to spy on people who were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. They have used the FISA powers to spy on pro-life advocates, people who want nothing more than to save American babies' lives. They've used it to spy on churches and many types of political dissidents simply because they don't agree with the current authoritarian regime. 
Let me also remind you that the FBI has also continually covered up the crimes of the Biden crime family. James Comer yesterday releasing that information about the checks that were coming and going from Hunter Biden's Owasco PC account. All they did was get money from the Chinese Communist Party. And then he wrote checks to Joe Biden every single month, 10 percent for the big guy. So let's go ahead and take a look at uh, one of Ted Cruz's better lines of questioning with Christopher Ray. Unwilling to stand up to senior career officials in the FBI who's allowed the FBI to be politicized. I'll tell you, I regularly speak with FBI agents across the country who are unhappy about the integrity of the institution being weakened because DOJ is being treated as a political weapon. I want to talk in particular about the investigation into multiple allegations of corruption concerning Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Because the Department of Justice has, I think, from the outset, tried at every step to stop investigation into corruption from Joe Biden. As you're aware, a WhatsApp text message was sent to Henry Zhao, a senior Chinese communist from Hunter Biden that reads as follows. I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Now, Democrats and those in the media trying to defend the White House repeatedly say there is no direct evidence of Joe Biden's involvement in his son's corruption. Well, this is a text that is direct evidence that is stating that it is his father that is going to retaliate. Now, An IRS whistleblower, Gary Shapley, testified before the House of Representatives that the natural step he wanted to follow was to determine whether Joe Biden was in fact sitting next to his father when this threat was made to extort millions of dollars from a Chinese communist. Seems logical. And what the IRS whistleblower testified is that when he tried to find out whether Joe Biden was sitting next to Hunter, that the DOJ blocked getting the GPS data on Joe Biden's phone. And it goes on like that. If we take a look at Kanakoa, uh, he put together a, a list of uh, points that Ted Cruz made. The IRS whistleblower testifying uh, that he was blocked from looking into a very fundamental question, especially as uh, as as part of his investigation. Uh, The IRS whistleblower testifying that the U.S. attorney told people that despite having probable cause to search for certain things related to crimes of the Biden family, specifically related to the big guy, no warrant. We're not going to give you guys a warrant. Oh. Uh, and don't forget about the IRS whistleblower testifying to the fact that the attorney general of the United States lied under oath, which is a felony. Ray continuously always falls back on the idea that it's an ongoing investigation. I can't comment on ongoing investigations. They're not investigating jack shit. 
pardon my French, they're not actually looking into any of these crimes. All they're doing is leaving a file open, okay, maybe continuing to approve funding for lunches and they're paying for people's phones, etc., maybe plane tickets around the country, trips to Disneyland, perhaps, but they're not investigating anything. The open investigation meme is simply cover uh, for not having to answer questions. And now we know that it's more than just an insinuation of Chinese money going to Joe Biden. I mean, if that text message wasn't bad enough, I absolutely love it when they pull out a big cardboard cutout of actual text messages saying in plain English exactly what these people did. They were extorting members of the Chinese Communist Party to the tune of millions of dollars. And now, thank God for James Comer and his committee for exposing the exact path, as we discussed yesterday, of money coming from the Chinese Communist Party getting deposited into Hunter Biden's Owasco PC account where, you know, he, he wasn't really doing any lawyering. It, it was a cutout that was designed to launder money. And then it laundered that money straight into the bank account of Joe Biden in the form of checks that were coming to Joe Biden Not for the production of any products or goods or services, but simply that 10% cut that was discussed on so many occasions and testified to by a number of different individuals who were closely aligned with the business practices of the Biden crime family. I've said often that the impeachment of Joe Biden will come at an appropriate time. This is all about timing. They needed to get certain things on the record. Yeah, it's great that we've been talking about it for years. It's great that it's been reported in so many different outlets, podcasters, different news outlets and places. But to get it on the congressional record. To make it memorialized, it will be forever written in the Library of Congress, the crimes that Joe Biden and his family have committed. And that's what was necessary to lay out an impeachment trial for Joe. Andre says, hey, Zach, just went on my government computer and I can still access the Gateway Pundit. I guess it's only the deep state agencies. Thank you very much for telling us, Andre. Uh, And that's good to know. Uh, Yes, unfortunately... I think that there are certain agencies and branches of the government uh, that have a little bit more deep state control than others. It really all comes down to who's sitting at the top of that pyramid. Uh, and it's good to know that uh, our, our boys there in the Marines are not part of that pyramid. So Jim Jordan yesterday revealed what a timeline for Joe Biden's impeachment might look like. You know, they have to vote on it. They have to create the articles of impeachment. We saw it happen numerous times under President Trump for nothing, absolutely nothing, big nothing burgers. So Jim Jordan is important here. He's the House Judiciary Chairman. And he suggested that the articles of impeachment against Joe Biden could be brought within the first six months of 2024. And luck As luck would have it, uh, earlier today, Mike Johnson has announced that they are going to be formalizing the Joe Biden impeachment inquiry uh, beginning next week. So the vote is going to be a test for Republicans uh, because they used to have a majority. They still have a majority, but now it's getting slimmer by the day. 
So they're going to be checking with their caucus to see what type of support they have for a Biden impeachment. Uh, Kevin McCarthy opened this impeachment inquiry back on September 12th, but they never voted to approve the measure. So it holds absolutely no weight. If the impeachment inquiry receives majority support on the House floor, that means that every single Republican is going to have to vote for this if it's going to make it through. The inquiry becomes fully and formally adopted. This is a status that Johnson says is going to help the House's inquiry obtain the information that's already been blocked by the White House. See, only under the actual impeachment itself is the White House going to be compelled to give up information that would be criminally uh, indicative of Joe Biden's actual actions as the head of the Biden crime family. The House has no choice if it's going to follow its constitutional responsibility to formally adopt an impeachment inquiry on the floor so that when the subpoenas are challenged in court, we will be at the apex of our constitutional authority. This is essentially the House Republicans getting to full Dragon Ball Z power form. They have to have certain things in place so that they can force and compel the revealing of this information. Now, Johnson said the Republican majority should hold strong to formalize the inquiry because it is a legal decision, not a political one. We're not talking about left versus right. We're talking about right versus wrong. We're talking about the institution of American justice versus the crimes of a criminal network of family members. All the moderates in our conference understand this is not a political decision. I don't think Mike Johnson would be saying that if he hadn't already been speaking to these people. You know, one of the things about Washington, D.C. is, uh, as I've said before, it's all about relationships. It's it's about creating alliances. And Mike Johnson, as the uh, the uh, speaker of the House, He would be going around and speaking to all of the members of the caucus, no matter how conservative they are, and making the case for the Biden impeachment. And perhaps the timing of this not only coincides with the revelation of that Chinese Communist Party money going into Joe Biden's account, uh, but maybe it also has to do with finally sealing the deal with a couple of those Republicans that were maybe standing on the sidelines. But it's quite clear that they have a legacy of responsibility that if they want anybody to take them seriously, they're going to have to act on. Because as I've also said many times before, the left seems to have no problem working together if it means taking down people who are actively working to be champions of America. They did it over and over again with Donald Trump. They stuck together on every single issue. But the Republicans are constantly fighting against each other. Why? Probably because a number of them are not really Republicans. They don't hold fast to the ideological intricacies of what that means to have that letter next to your name. That letter means absolutely nothing to them. It is simply a designation so that they can get on a ticket and beat somebody who is a weaker candidate. So in order to prepare for the vote, we have the House Judiciary, Ways and Means, and Oversight Committees releasing an interim 78-page staff report earlier today uh, showing the Justice Department's deviations in their five-year investigation of the Hunter Biden investigation. So what does that say? Well, uh, it is now currently being reviewed by lawmakers, and it's going to allow them – 
a couple of good feels that they might need in order to formalize this impeachment inquiry and actually get Joe Biden under oath, get him deposed and uh, prove his crimes to the American people. You know, and again, uh, I I, we need the, the Republicans to stand together in the House. Because we know the Democrats are going to stand together in the Senate. Uh, they don't care what crimes Joe Biden has committed, probably because many of them have committed very, very similar crimes. The same sorts of payoffs, the same sorts of bribes, the same sorts of quid pro quo relationships and uh, influence of the creation of American policy based upon the size of their checks and the bank accounts they hold. So the report outlines testimony from many of the whistleblowers that we've spoken about here on this channel over the last couple of years. We're going to have DOJ officials. We're going to have IRS whistleblowers. Uh, Also, IRS agents uh, that have come forward to specifically discuss the handling of these investigations and to demonstrate the way they've been covered up. The Justice Department twice stopped the United States Attorney David Weiss from bringing stronger charges against Hunter Biden. There you go. Finger on the scales of justice. Merrick Garland has refused to name a special counsel in the tax investigation against Hunter Biden. That would have allowed for a degree of separation between Joe Biden and the Justice Department. But we understand that they don't want separation between Joe Biden and the Justice Department. Joe Biden is controlling the Justice Department in its current incarnation. And as I just mentioned earlier in the show, U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf refused to allow investigators to ask Joe Biden about being the big guy. I cannot wait to have Joe Biden under oath to be asked about that. Uh, Leslie Wolf also stopped questioning about who the big guy might be. Why? Because she wanted to limit the scope of the investigation. She wanted to suppress any possible information, evidence about Joe Biden's participation in his son's corrupt criminal practices, because his son's corrupt criminal practices were his corrupt criminal practices. Hunter Biden might not be such a recluse, might not be such a a disgusting drug addict and prostitution addict if it wasn't for the fact that his father is Joe Biden. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What kind of a man do you think Joe Biden is? I think a a lot of you already have your mind made up on that. That's a, a rhetorical question. We also have Wolf cautioning the investigation team, saying you better not search Joe Biden's guest house in Delaware for evidence against Hunter Biden because optics. Well, yeah, that's going to look bad for the uh, the the ruling regime. It's going to look bad for the son of the ruling regime. It might even make a case to the greater public at large that Joe and Hunter and the whole family are full of crooks. Hunter also demanded, as we saw in Ted Cruz's demonstration there, as he was questioning Mr. Ray, Christopher Ray, uh, about the demanding of these millions of dollars paid by Chinese Communist Party linked businessmen, Raymond Zhao, Joe Biden, sitting in the room next to him. Do you really believe that Joe Biden wasn't looking over Hunter's shoulder? And telling him what to say to Zhao. If it wasn't for the fact that Joe Biden needed that layer of separation between the Chinese linked, the Chinese Communist Party linked businessmen and the money that he was going to be getting, he wouldn't have his son do it. He would be doing it himself. Uh, Also, investigators wanted to obtain the location data on Joe Biden's phone to confirm that he was in the room, but they would not allow them to do that. It would have been so simple, so easy. They could have done it with FISA. 
But of course, they wouldn't do it to him. They'd only do it to Trump. We also had deducted payments that Hunter Biden wrote off on his taxes for prostitutes and sex clubs that he was uh, that he was paying for with company money. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the Hunter Biden investigation itself at the beginning began as an offshoot of an inquiry into a foreign adult platform. Uh, that would be a prostitution and human trafficking ring that led them to Hunter Biden. At, man, to have been a fly on the wall when you're the guy who realizes that the son of the vice president or the son of the current resident of the White House just happens to be on the list of people to investigate and look into. <clears throat> All of these committees have put together an incredible amount of evidence detailing levels of crime, corruption and criminality taking place at the highest levels of government. Something that you and I, my friends, have known has been going on for decades and is only finally now being revealed because we have the biggest criminal in Washington, D.C., masquerading as the president of the United States. It's been so difficult for everyone to watch Joe Biden just crumble completely destroy anything left that was good of the United States. But unfortunately, it was necessary to convince the majority of Americans that we have a major problem in Washington, D.C. And maybe that's what it took to convince people sitting in Washington, D.C. as elected officials. This is no longer something that we can allow to go on and to go on unabated. Now, before we wrap up for the day, we got a couple of more stories left. Let me also say thank you to Nakaz808 for those shades. I sincerely appreciate you. Bob Menendez. Remember Senator Bob Menendez? I also just spoke about him yesterday. Well, we have an update on his case. If you'll remember, when he and his wife were raided by the feds, The government officials who came into his home, they found a lot of good stuff. Trump won and you know it. Exactly. Everybody knows Trump won. Even Joe Biden and the current regime, they know Trump won. It it goes without saying. It's a foregone conclusion. They're lying to themselves every day. The people in the mainstream media, they're lying. They don't believe it when they say Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States of America, that he actually got 81 million votes. No. I think that when the cameras go off, they look at each other and they say, my God, I can't wait till I don't have to say that one again. Anyways, so this is very criminally damning for Bob Menendez. But the FBI has determined that a number of the gold bars that were found, these are These are big gold bars, one kilo gold bars, uh, which is it's a lot of money. I I don't even know what the the uh, the conversion rate is right now. But somebody uh, uh, Sterling, are you out there? If you're out there, tell me how much a kilo, one kilo gold bar, 24 karat gold, how much that would be worth today. Somebody out there knows. Um, So it turns out that a number of these bars were stolen in an armed robbery, a high-profile armed robbery back in 2013. So Bob and his wife, they're under investigation, of course, for their involvement in this bribery scheme. He was acting more as an elected official for the nation of Egypt than he was for the United States of America. Since they got together in 2018, it looks like it was a perfect criminal matchup. 
Yeah, $2,100 an ounce, 2.2 pounds, $70,000 or so. Thank you. Yep. I, I was I was looking for somebody to do the math to tell me exactly how much it was. I mean, definitely $2,000 an ounce, but it's $2,100. 67, thank you, Andre. I knew you'd come through. $67,471.55. So, uh, the bribes, they were coming from an Egyptian man. Uh, who had connection to government officials back there. Bob Menendez was uh, setting U.S. foreign policy based upon the bribes that he was getting from him. Uh, and uh, the DOJ found over $480,000 in cash. A lot of it was concealed in envelopes, hidden in various parts of the house, in the wall, in his jackets, and clothes, and closets. And there was also that safe that had an additional amount of cash, over $70,000 in cash was found in a safe deposit box that was kept separately at a bank. Now, the other very damning part of this is that a number of those envelopes bore the fingerprints and DNA of people who are connected to this bribery scheme. So Bob Menendez is going to be found guilty. If he isn't found guilty, then, you know, there is no hope for a uh, fair justice system here. Um but the the gold, this is the biggest part here, because, you know, a lot of people will look at cryptocurrency and say that, you know, cryptocurrency is great for money laundering. I'll tell you what, precious metals is a lot, lot easier to use for the laundering of money because the value remains relatively stable. Uh, everybody wants gold at the end of the day, and you can cash in that gold. You get that cash and, you know, nobody's the wiser. Uh, so. We had over $100,000 worth of gold bars located within the home, 13 gold bars. If they had 13 gold bars, 13 one kilo gold bars, uh, then that's a lot more than $100,000 worth. Hold on. I will do the math on that. We'll just round it up to 68000 $68,000 times 13 Thank you so much to uh, Two Feathers. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing the math completely wrong in my head. Uh, yeah, that was uh, $884,000, some odd amount right there. All right, so NBC News is reporting this. I don't know how they got the information, probably one of their inside sources at the FBI, but all of these gold bars, especially if they're coming from like an official mint like this, uh, they're going to be numbered with serial numbers. And that's because gold is, of course, something that everybody wants. And if it gets stolen, well, they can look back at that serial number and say, well, this was supposed to be owned by such and such a person. It was part of this collection. Uh, it was in this bank vault uh, or it was in the possession of one of the close associates of Bob Menendez. Um these gold bars correspond as reported stolen from Fred Diebes during an armed robbery in Edgewater, New Jersey, back in 2013. Fred is one of those people who was bribing off Bob and Nadine Menendez. He's the one. They got his fingerprints. They got his DNA. They also have fingerprints and DNA from his driver. Uh, one gold bar in particular is from the Swiss Bank Corporation, and it had the serial number 590005. This was definitely among the items that was seized from Menendez's home by the FBI. 
And this gold bar is also listed as stolen, but it was later returned to Daibis in 2013. The evidence logs from the earlier incident, which bear Daibis's signature and initials, meticulously cataloged each gold bar, and that included the individual serial numbers, thereby linking them to the current organization. So although these bars were not stolen by Bob Menendez, they had been reported stolen and then returned to Fred and then apparently were later given to Bob Menendez as part of this bribery scheme. Uh, at least four of those gold bars appear to be linked to the man whose DNA and uh, fingerprints and stolen gold bars were found in Bob Menendez's home. Uh, this is back in 2013. He asked the police to recover the gold bars that were stolen. Uh, he also reported that 500 thousand dollars in cash and 22 gold bars were taken from his Edgewater, New Jersey home. Uh, looks like four people were caught with the stolen goods. He had to sign property release forms, and that's why the police have this information specifying which serial numbers were part of that haul. Each gold bar has its own serial number. They are all stamped. You'll never see two stamped in the same way. And it begs the question, why didn't Menendez find a smelter, find someone who could uh, uh, melt these gold bars down and then uh, produce a a, a new product? You know, I mean, you don't have to fake it and put the the Swiss uh, Gold Corporation on it or put JM Bullion or, uh, I don't know, any of the other various uh, mints throughout the world. Uh, But you could definitely melt it down and then create a unique serial number and say that you made it from uh, uh, recovered jewelry and stuff like that. There's this guy that I watch that does this, uh, Sri Tips. He takes gold jewelry, uh, just scrap gold jewelry, and he extracts the, the, the pure gold. He'll also take like silver and I guess sometimes copper and stuff, but other, you know, like minor metals he doesn't really care about. He's just trying to get the gold and the silver. And uh, and with the gold, he will make beautiful gold bars. The silver, he actually puts into some sort of chemical solution that creates silver crystals. It's beautiful. You might want to check it out if you guys are interested in that stuff. Don't even need a smelter for that. I, I don't know how it works, Roy Biv, but I just know you got to melt the gold. What I'm saying, I guess what I was insinuating is that Bob Menendez is not going to do the dirty work himself. Uh, he's not going to take the time to like slice up that gold, put it into smaller pieces, melt it into something, and then pour it into a mold. He- he's going to buy, buy that service from somebody else. It's called Sri Tips. What are the odds of getting your gold stolen and returned to you? Probably pretty slim. But, If the people who stole the gold are inept and their identities are known to the person who had it stolen from them, maybe it's a lot more likely. Also, uh, I know that this is New Jersey. This is like the most corrupt state in the United States. Maybe uh, Fred Daibis paid the police some sort of finder's fee, said, hey, you get me back my 22 one-kilo gold bars and the $500,000 in cash, I'll give you each a 1000 bucks or something like that. Yes, it does melt at a uh, pretty low temperature, but you still have to have something appropriate to melt it in. I, I mean, you wouldn't just be able to melt it in uh, uh, like, a you know, a cast iron skillet or something like that. I mean, you want it to be in um, whatever the crucibles are. I don't know what they're even made out of. 
Well, hold on. I'll pull up three tips. And uh, I'll give you guys the link. Let me see. It's not street tips. It's three tips. Ah, here we go. How to refine scrap gold jewelry. I'll just take you through it real quick. Those can be resold at about 10 times what... So, yeah, so he takes just crap. Save those. Those He cuts off the stones if they're worth anything. I've got everything sorted now. This is my carat gold. I've got a little 18K. And then he does the math. He figures out how much pure gold he's going to be able to extract. And he's he's pretty right on. So here, you can see, he's he's melting it in a crucible with, um, oh, look at that. Uh, and uh, and he's just using a, a propane torch. And so he gets that melted down. And then once it's uh, a, a finally poured down, then he has all of this uh, kind of uh, more purified stuff. And then he dissolves it with uh, a series of chemicals. You got to have a flow hood because all of that gas is uh, uh, poisonous. You know, it's going to it'll kill you if you breathe it in. But then, yep, here we go. Here's an example <clears throat> of that gas fuming off. And then he takes it, he, he washes it, he puts more chemicals in it. What the heck? There was just a bug on me. Uh, and then you get to a point where you've got this slag. And then you have to refine it further. You have to extract the various metals out of it. It's important you got to know which metals are in it. And then he gets it to the aqua regia, uh, which turns the the pure gold basically into a liquid. And then he can refine it even further that way. Put some more chemicals in it. Bada boom, bada bing. Uh, and then you have liquefied gold. He cools it down, pours it over ice, which is going to precipitate the gold out of the solution. And uh, then he pours it through a coffee filter. <clears throat> and then he makes a nice little gold bar. And there it is. Look at that beauty. It's a wonderful thing. This would be so cool. Don't eat them, no. Um, Rebel Rob says Delaware is the most corrupt state. I, you know, I, I had heard anecdotally that uh, New Jersey has more instances of of uh, documented public corruption. Uh, In Delaware, maybe they're just not getting caught at the same rate as the politicians in New Jersey. Um, I know that uh, Rhode Island is supposed to be pretty corrupt as well, but look at that. Just so beautiful. And then he weighs it up. He tells you how much gold he got, compares it to the original uh, estimation that he made. 135.1 grams. And so this is five years ago, you know. Oh, look, they unsubscribed me. Beautiful stuff. Anyways, if you guys want to watch 
how to refine this gold, you can go ahead and do that right here. Mm, boom. There you go. All right. Uh, it all works out in the end. Says, hi, Zach. Hope all is well, everyone. Can we melt the Bidens down to see what we can get for their remains? Yeah, if, uh, if, if we can, we'll, we'll share the, the teeth at the end because that's the only thing that will be left is their gold fillings. Mm. My God. Let me just look at him holding that up. That's gorgeous. Beautiful. I don't think I've ever held more than an ounce of gold at a time, if I can be honest with you. What what is going on? Okay. Uh so we only have one more donation uh from Porpoiseful dropping a cookie. Thank you so much. Andre says eight thousand eight hundred and seventy four dollars worth of gold right there, Zach. Dang. This guy's been doing it for years too. He's been doing it for a very long time. He's got oh yeah. Look at this, recovering scrap gold from computer scrap. This is something I wanted to do uh, because, like, I had a whole bunch of circuit boards and uh, old me- memory cards and stuff. But, you know, the I, I, I wouldn't trust myself with all of these chemicals because I don't have, like, a proper fume hood. And uh, it just would have been too dangerous. But this has always been something I've wanted to do. I just I think it would be so cool. I, I like chemistry and uh, I, I like gold even more. <laughs> All right, Sterling says I have a gold channel round that I made the same way. Thirty three grams. Awesome. Very 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 cool. All right, so uh, I think that's it, you guys. Um, we have no more thank yous to give. Let me just check. Over here, uh, thank you again to Two Feathers over on Ko-Fi. Appreciate you. And uh, also to Spray and Pray over on Cash App. Appreciate that. Uh, oh, you know what? John Kerry farted on a hot mic. <laughs> I actually do want to play that for you guys. Uh, couldn't believe it. So John Kerry is speaking at this climate conference, totally ridiculous. They're talking about how uh, global warming and climate change is going to destroy things. Meanwhile, there's record cold temperatures in the northern hemisphere of planet Earth. Uh, sea level rises have not gone up significantly, and uh, politicians are still buying property uh, at uh, beachfront locations, at a steal, mind you, uh, because any of the plebs who believe that Uh, The ocean levels are going to rise. They're trying to get out cheap. Meanwhile, people like John Kerry are buying it up cheap. And, uh, of course, uh, he's not worried, although he would like you to believe he is. Oh, shoot. They're going to make me go to X. Take a listen and listen closely. Transitioning out of coal. There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. That's how you can do something for health. And the reality is that we're not doing it. So, um, you know, the measure here is is really uh, sounding the alarm bell. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Mm. And, and the reality is that... <laughs> her face! Uh, look at her face! <laughs> look, at, look at her face! Look at her face when he farts! She's like... <laughs> oh, my God! Daily basis. Mm. And, and the reality is that... Um, ...ability 
can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And, and the reality is that um, the climate crisis... And then he loses his train of thought because he knows he farted on the hot mic and everybody knows it was him. ...responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And, and the reality is that... Um, the climate crisis and the health crisis are one and the same. <laughs> going to be transitioning out of coal. <laughs> oh, so funny. The the real irony is that John Kerry and these other uh, radical climate changers, you know, they, they were making the case for cow farts. Well, I, I think that the real problem for climate change is the fart of uh, geriatric patients like John Kerry, who are uh, look younger than their years because they've had their face pulled so many different times. Uh, anyways, thank you very much for joining us, guys. I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, hope you had a good time today. Uh, I will see you tomorrow. I'll be here at 5 p.m. I'll be on Altered State with Brad at 9 p.m. And uh, I think that's it. So until to the next time we see each other, good luck and God bless. I'm going to pass out those gold pills. We'll see you next time. Wait, wait. Let me say thank you to J-Bell. She dropped a pair of shades. J-Bell, I appreciate your hun. Thank you.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.